Hello and welcome everybody to the F1 show. I'm your host Stefan G and you're tuning in to episode 14, Canadian Grand Prix Sunday Review. Canadian Grand Prix, Vettel cruises to win from Bottas, Verstappen. Sebastian Vettel grabbed the lead of the Formula 1 World Championship with a dominant victory in the Canadian Grand Prix that ended in a bizarre checkered flag confusion. Vettel led every lap of the race, quickly building a comfortable lead over Valtteri Bottas and controlling the gap from there. The most eventful part of Vettel's race after that came at the start of the final lap, when the checkered flag was shown more than one lap early. Vettel was aware enough of the error to complete the full distance at racing speed, although after he crossed the line at the end of the 70th and final lap, the race result was then based on positions at the end of lap 68. Bottas' main challenge from behind came at the start when a fast starting Max Verstappen pulled alongside into turn 1, but Bottas held on to the inside line for turn 2 and forced the Red Bull driver to back out. After that moment, which Verstappen was praised for by his team as he avoided getting caught up in an incident, the, the Dutchman was never able to mount another attack. Bottas did have a minor scare with 15 laps to go when he went wide at turn 1 after lapping Carlos Sainz's Renault and clipped the grass at turn 2, briefly falling behind back the Renault. The second Red Bull of Daniel Ricciardo claimed 4th place, taking advantage of difficulties for Hamilton early in the race to jump the Mercedes during the pit stops. While the Red Bulls pitted earlier than the other leading cars were scheduled to due to starting the race on the Hypersoft tire, Hamilton also came in around the same time despite being on ultrasofts that should have been able to last much longer. But he was forced into an early stop so Mercedes could attempt to rectify an engine problem, with the reigning world champion having reported drop-outs of power early in the race. After falling behind Ricciardo during those stops, Hamilton was then vulnerable to Kimi Raikkonen's Ferrari also getting ahead of him when the Finns stopped much later in the race, but he hung on to 5th place as Raikkonen emerged from the pits just behind him at turn 2. Despite having tires that were 16 laps fresher than Hamilton's, Raikkonen couldn't mount a challenge gradually falling back from the Mercedes. Mercedes offered Hamilton the option of turning down his engine in the closing laps, but he declined, pushing Ricciardo and getting to within a second of the Red Bull. Hamilton got close to the hairpin with 4 laps to go, but was unable to attempt a pass down the following straight after having a big slide in the middle of the corner, and he then lost further time on the following lap stuck behind Sergei Srotkin's William. Behind the leading cars, Renault took a 1-2 finish in the Class B race, with Nico Hugenberg leading home signs to claim 7 and 8 for the team. Esteban Ocon, who was ahead of both Renaults early in the race, was the first car to make a scheduled pit stop, and he lost out to Hugenberg and Sainz, having been holding them up before he suffered a slow pit stop, which relegated him to 9th. Ocon came back at the Renaults in the closing stages of the race, prompting Renault to ask Hugenberg to pick up the pace to prevent Sainz coming under attack. The final point went to Charles Leclerc, who inherited 10th when Fernando Alonso retired after reporting a loss of drive. The cyborg driver headed the Spaniard early in the race, but he lost out to the McLaren during the pit stops, only to reclaim the position when Alonso came into the pits again to retire. The only other drivers not to finish were Brendan Hartley and home driver Lance Stroll, who crashed in spectacular fashion at turn 5 on the opening lap. Stroll got out of shape through the fast right-hand kink, squeezing Hartley, who was on his left, between the Williams and the tire barrier, briefly launching a Toro Rosso into the air. After being checked at the medical center, Hartley was then sent to hospital for further checks. Here's how the drivers were classified after crossing the finish line at the Canadian Grand Prix. First, Sebastian Vettel. Second, Valtteri Bottas. Third, Max Verstappen. Fourth, Daniel Ricciardo. Fifth, Lewis Hamilton. Sixth, Kimi Raikkonen. Seventh, 
Nico Hülkenberg, 8th Carlos Sainz, 9th Esteban Ocon, 10th Charles Leclerc, 11th Pierre Gasly, 12th Romain Grosjean, 13th Sergio Perez, 14th Kevin Magnussen, 15th Marcus Ericsson, 16th Stoffel van Dorn, 17th Sergei Sirotkin, and the drivers who retired Fernando Alonso, Lance Stroll, and Brendan Hartley. Here is the driver's standings after the Canadian Grand Prix. In first place, Sebastian Vettel, 121 points. Second place, Lewis Hamilton, 120 points. Third place, Valtteri Bottas, 86 points. Fourth place, Daniel Ricciardo, 84 points. Fifth place, Kimi Raikkonen, 68 points. Sixth place, Max Verstappen, 50 points. Seventh place, Fernando Alonso, 32 points. Eighth place, Nico Hülkenberg, 32 points. 9th place, Carlos Sainz Jr., 24 points. 10th place, Kevin Magnussen, 19 points. 11th place, Pierre Gasly, 18 points. 12th place, Sergio Perez, 17 points. 13th place, Esteban Ocon, 11 points. 14th place, Charles Leclerc, 10 points. 15th place, Stoffel van Dorn, 8 points. 16th place, Lance Stroll, 4 points. 17th place, Marcus Ericsson, 2 points. 18th place, Brendan Hartley, 1 point. 19th place, Roman Grosjean, 0 points. And last in 28th place, Sergei Sirotkin, 0 points. Here is the team standings after the Canadian Grand Prix. 1st place, Mercedes, 206 points. 2nd place, Ferrari, 189 points. 3rd place, Red Bull Racing, 134 points. 4th place, Renault F1 team, 56 points. 5th place, McLaren, 40 points. 6th place, Force India, 28 points. 7th place, Toro Rosso, 19 points. 8th place, Haas F1 team, 19 points. 9th place, Zauber, 12 points. And last in 10th place, Williams, with 4 points. FIA explains Canadian Grand Prix checkered flag incident. Formula 1 race director Charlie Whiting says a miscommunication between local officials led to the checkered flag being shown one lap early in the Canadian Grand Prix. The official on the start-finish stand who carries the title of starter thought race leader Sebastian Vettel was on his 70th and final lap and mistakenly asked model Winnie Harlow to wave the flag when the Ferrari driver was actually completing his 69th lap. Drivers continued to race for the extra lap despite the fact that at some point on the track, marshals were waving multiple flags in a traditional end-of-race salute. The situation was treated in the same way as the red flag, and after initially being listed at lap 69, the final results subsequently went back to lap 68. There were no place changes in the top 10, although Daniel Ricciardo lost his fastest lap to Red Bull teammate Max Verstappen. The checkered flag was shown a lap early because of a miscommunication with the guy that they called the starter here, who starts and finishes the races, said Whiting. He thought it was the last lap, he asked race control to confirm it, they confirmed it, but they thought he was making a statement when he was asking a question. He just showed it a lap early, or he told the flag waver to show it a lap early, so it wasn't anything to do with the fact that it was a celebrity flag waver. Whiting believes that the starter was misled by the TV graphic that notes the lap that the leader is on, rather than the laps completed, which is what happened in a similar situation in China a few years ago. I think people who don't work in F1 are sometimes a little confused by the graphic that they see on the screen, where it says 69 out of 70, he said. We all know that means we're on lap 69, 
but to someone who let's say is more casual observer thinks oh this must mean it's the last lap. I think that's what, where the doubt originates. Obviously we need to do a better job of briefing these people. Just a simple miscommunication, a very regrettable one of course. You're dealing with a lot of human beings, different countries, different languages and it's not always absolutely perfect. Of course we strive for perfection. Fortunately, there was no real harm done insofar as it didn't affect the result of the race. Teams told to race on. Whiting said when teams asked what they should do after the flag was shown, he told them to race to the end of lap 70. It was very clear what had happened, he said. Under those circumstances, very few team managers would be absolutely sure that they could tell their driver to back off because that was that. My advice to anyone who asked was that they should just complete the race, to be sure. Whiting acknowledged the situation was further complicated by marshals around the track believing that the race was over. This is part of the confusion. Sometimes marshals wave all their flags to congratulate the winner. And some of them were doing that because they thought that the race had finished too, he said. Presumably, they'd been told that the checkered flag had been shown, but the fact that it had been shown early, they didn't know that of course. If all the marshals had started coming on the track when the guys were still racing, which is what I believe happened somewhere else in the past, that's something that if this ever happens again, we need to make sure we can take care of that. Hartley passes hospital checkup after stroke crash. Brendan Hartley has been given a clean bill of health after being taken to hospital for tests after his huge crash on the first lap of Formula 1's Canadian Grand Prix. The Toro driver clashed with Lance Stroll through turn 5 on the opening lap when trying to pass the Williams driver on the outside. Stroll had a wobble that forced him into Hartley and sent the New Zealander into the tire barrier, launching him into the air briefly and sending both drivers down the runoff on the entry to turn 6-7 chicane. Both drivers were sent to the medical center after the crash, with Hartley then taken to hospital nearby by helicopter for further investigations. He underwent two electrocardiograms tests, which the FIS said have been completed and the results are normal. Hartley is due to return to the circuit by helicopter. Stroll conducted his normal post-race media activities after his trip to the medical center and described it as a racing incident. I had a good start and I gained a few positions, he said. I was side by side with Brennan going into turn 5. The car got loose on me and I corrected it, but there was not much room for both of us. By the time I corrected it, we touched and went into the wall. The stewards agreed with Stroll's assessments and a brief in-race investigation ended in no action being taken. Hamilton thought engine was going to fail. Lewis Hamilton feared his Mercedes Formula 1 engine was going to fail in the Canadian Grand Prix after it developed a problem at the beginning of the race. Hamilton was forced into making an earlier than planned pit stop which compromised his race strategy so Mercedes could remove some bodywork panels around his headrest to bring his engine temperatures down. While those modifications got the situation under control, Hamilton still feared his engine was going to let go. Straight from the start, we got out of turn 2, the power started dropping out, said Hamilton who finished 5th and lost the championship lead to race winner Sebastian Vettel. There were lots of hesitations, engine dropping in power, so I thought the engine was going to blow. We don't have a problem with cooling. We just had something fail that sent temperatures up. It was an unforeseen issue and that was losing us power. We were operating far below our power target. The whole race, 70 laps, I thought the engine was going to blow up. It's gone a long way on mileage this season. I was conflicted at the end because I wanted to push to get that next position, but if the engine goes in the last couple of laps, the second to last lap I had some big dips in power. It was like, please, just one more lap to go. Mercedes boss Toto Wolf said the team tried to manage the situation in the first stint but eventually had to bring Hamilton in to modify the cooling setup on the car. The cooling level was set correctly optimized for the start, said Wolf. 
Then it didn't come together as expected. It was a mechanical failure, so the car ran hard from the first lap. Hamilton believes that as the season plays out, his fifth place in Canada could prove vitally important in a championship battle. I'm sure over the next couple of days it will get more painful. It was ultimately a poor weekend, but it could be a lot worse, he said. I could have had a DNF and lost 25 points to Vettel. I'm just grateful the engine made it through today. While ultimately it's not a great performance from us, and we would want more points, if we look back in 10 races time and say we had a fifth, it wasn't an eighth, it wasn't a DNF, I think I'll be grateful for it. Bottas says fuel situation critical in unseen finish. Valtteri Bottas says his critical fuel situation at the end of the Canadian Grand Prix led to Max Verstappen almost overtaking him at the finish line. While confusion caused by the checkered flag being waved early meant the race result was taken at the end of lap 68, the drivers completed the full race distance and Bottas crossed the line at the end of lap 70 just one tenth of a second ahead of Verstappen in third. Their close finish, caused by Bottas lifting off at the line because he feared he was going to turn out of fuel, was not shown on the live TV broadcast, although it ultimately proved irrelevant as it would have had no impact on the race result. Everyone had to save fuel, but I think Ferrari had pace in hand so they could start fuel saving in the first stint, said Bottas. At that time we were trying to push and get closer to them and worry about it later. We used quite a, quite a bit of fuel in the first stint so I had to save quite a lot in the second stint. I don't think I finished with any fuel at the end of the race, even with the big lift just before the start finish line, which is why Max got really close behind we were, because we were so critical on fuel. Bottas said he wouldn't have made it if the race was one lap longer, although Verstappen said that wasn't a particularly relevant point as teams based their fuel calculations precisely on the actual race distance. Valtteri was very precise, he joked. He lifted off a bit earlier and I just kept it flat so I was actually very close at the line. If there wasn't a problem with fuel or whatever, it would have been very hard to get by because it was quite tricky to follow within a second of the car ahead, but I gave it all ahead. Bottas said even by using more fuel in the opening stint, he couldn't keep up with Vettel, who told him he was managing his pace from the beginning. We tried really hard to push Ferrari in the first stint, but we just couldn't match the pace, said Bottas. Speaking to Sebastian after the race, they were kind of managing it, he said. He was saving fuel all through the race consistently. We were giving it all we had for the first stint to try to keep up with them, to be there when the pit stops were going to happen. We didn't have enough pace for that, they had a small margin they could use to save fuel and control the race. The Canadian Grand Prix started off with a big crash between Hartley and Stroll and then it ended with no final lap thanks to a checkered flag miscommunication but overall it was a good race for all the teams involved not too many retirements just three so thank you for tuning in to another episode of the F1 show and as always until next time my friends